Red Blue Talk is all about how politics and government impact people's lives. My guest is Atif Khalil. How you doing, Atif? Hey, Charles Stern. How are you? I'm okay. So I, I asked Atif to be my guest. Um, Atif is a, a writer, um, an activist, a journalist, and uh, he's also done some reporting for WBAI and Black Westchester. And uh, we'll hear more about you know what his uh, communications background is. But he's a resident of Mount Vernon, New York. There's always a lot going on there. Atif, where do you dial in? Are you activist? Are you journalist? Are you um, you know politician? Where do you fit into the spectrum? And then what brings you to the writing and the reporting how did how'd you get into this well you know charles thanks again for having me on the show i've heard nothing but great things of the work you've been doing on your podcast and i'm also a big fan so can tell you the good work but uh well, to, to answer your question um as you know mount vernon is faced with a magnitude of uh, challenges and unfortunately, the mayor himself has been one of the one of the biggest challenges Mount Vernon is facing. Um, I go back to maybe late, I want to say maybe early 2017, um, or I want to say summer of 2017. Um, you know, things were really getting fluid as far as the mayor's wrongdoings and some of the things that he was doing and some of the tips that um, you know that were coming out of City Hall. So I reached out to, um, you know, Black Westchester, which is a local news station, a local news print uh, magazine that covers uh, entire Westchester County. Right. Um, but they cover other, out, you know, other cities within the county, Mount Vernon, Yonkers, and um, other other parts of the, of the uh, county. So I said to myself, listen, there's a lot going on. I'd be more than happy to dedicate my experience as far as communication, as you mentioned, you know, I've done some work as at uh, WBAI, and um, I've also, you know, done some writing at other publications as well. So, um, so Atif, you I'm know, a... what I'm interested in is this. One basic thing, and one of the things that brought me to doing a news-slash-political-slash-commentary blog, vlog, podcast, whatever I do, it's hard to even describe exactly what this is, but part of what brings me to it is um, it's like citizen journalism, and and that's what right. I that's what I see you doing. It's like citizen journalism. It's showing up at meetings and writing down what you see, and explaining you know what you've heard and and tying it all together. But it also is related to there not really being enough conventional commercial local news, right? Journal news, great newspaper. We love Lohud. But they've got one reporter for the entire city of Yonkers, right? They've got one reporter that covers New Rochelle and Mount Vernon and five other towns. And they're not going to get to every meeting. They're not going to be able to drill down on every story. They couldn't possibly. And what I think is happening is that's leaving a gap that the Atif Khalils are filling in. You're filling a vacuum. Um, that's how I view it, but I'd like to hear from you if that's how you view it, maybe you maybe you look at it a different way. I'm not sure. Absolutely, Charles. Absolutely, and I think you 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 nailed it. Citizen journalism, and that's what that's what this is, and this is really getting the word out. And unfortunately, you know, this administration, you know, has really 
uh, done a great job at misleading the public on certain things. As a citizen, I felt that way. So that was one of the one of the reasons that propelled me to wanting to uh, get into reporting the facts, showing up at uh, court hearings, showing up at city council meetings, um, getting to know city council members, getting to know the facts of the cases and the issues that, that are facing uh, the city and Mount Vernon, the mayor. So, um, so yeah, I, I think you nailed it right on the head as far as citizen journalism. And I, I think it's good. I think it's really good. It's engaging. Um, I'm filling in the gaps that mainstream media can't fill. That, like you said, they can't be there to, to, and they can't uh, verify, confirm certain stories because, you know, they have other stories to cover and other areas to, to, to cover as well. Right. So, I mean, they, they, um, they, they may not have, I mean, they have resources. They have, you right. know, if you look at the Fios truck, that truck probably cost a million bucks, right? The truck, the equipment, the antenna, the person that drives it, the technicians, all that, right? They so it's yeah, not that they don't. That. Okay. It's, it's not that they don't have resources. It's just that they might be covering, you know, thirty square miles, and right. and and there's but there's a lot of news going on, you know, in any right. community, much more than you know you can possibly get out of a couple yeah, of minutes. Especially in Mount Vernon. I mean, I mean, as you, everyone knows, it's now we're 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 experiencing a ratio of one incident a week. That's what we're down to right now. So now, all right. And, so let's let's drill down on that. Let's let's double click on Mount Vernon because I know that's of great interest to you and me and and, and many of the people I, I I think are following uh, Red Blue Talk. So swinging over to the Mount Vernon story, um, and, and 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 in fairness, I I want to insert at the top, even if a community is working perfectly and everything is smooth. There's still a lot of news, right? There's still a lot. There's still board meetings. There are still decisions that get made. There are still budgets every year, even in the best of situations. But Mount Vernon is like, it just never quits is the way I would describe it. I mean, so now tell me about your experience in the past year of following Mount Vernon City Hall, because there's a lot going on there. Uh, it's 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 it, it it's it's a lot. It wears you out. I, I I gotta say, it really wears you out covering these stories. You know, week after week, month after month. Um, it makes you really wonder. You know, when is it gonna end? You know, when when is all of this gonna stop? And um, I can tell you, you know, what's really, you know, I think what really hits me in the gut really was that. All of this wasn't supposed to happen. I mean, you know, Mayor Thomas was, you know, going to be the hope. You know, he was going to be the change. You know, he was going to be the new, young, progressive mayor that was going to stabilize the city. He was going to be the, the new guy, you know, our savior. And it turns out, you know, he's become the biggest problem in Mount Vernon. And, you know, it's brought me to become doing search citizen journalism. Um, it's brought a lot of negative attention, unfortunately, to the city. So um, it's it's been challenging because on a personal level, knowing him, it's tough seeing him in this position, you know. And then on the uh, other hand, of covering it on a journal, you know, on a journalism um, standpoint, mm -hmm. um, it's it, it could be tiring because it's just week after week, issue after issue. And I mean, just this past week. <clears throat> we had the building fire 
We had the Buildings Department fire. We had the Fat Boy Friday melee, Mount Vernon High School melee. Yep. We had uh, people get hit by fire trucks. Uh, um, three citizens got hit by a fire truck. Uh, two firemen included, and they were taken to the hospital. Um, I mean, we've had at least three to four incidents in one week. And I mean, we had a commissioner drunk driving with a suspended license, city-owned vehicle. Right. And... I mean, these are the things that people need to know. So you they just, need to know what their government are up to, what their mayor's up to. Okay, now let's let's look at this. You just rattled off four significant, I would say by any measure, newsworthy stories. There was a fat boy at the high school, which we're going to talk more about. There was a fire. There was a, a problem with a, a, a city hall employee, and I don't remember what the fourth one was. So let's put the fourth four stories in an arc of a week. Now... And again, I'm not doing this for the sake of um, editorial comparison. Did the Journal News cover all four of those? I believe they did. They okay. did. Okay. And I, I, and I think I think I think the timing was because it was right after you know other locals, you know, uh, publications like Black Westchester. You know, when we we've broken a lot of stories. Right. So please tune in to Black Westchester, Mount Vernon. Um, but, uh, well, that's a an, that's an interesting point. So, if if I would argue, because uh, I kind of watch these things fairly closely, that maybe maybe there's more attention in the low huds and the files ones of the world because there's a Black Westchester level paper on the ground picking right. up the stories in the first place. Absolutely. So I think one kind of feeds the other. Uh, that's an interesting phenomenon. You know, so that's another reason why. So let me ask you this, citizen journalist, when is that when is that a challenge, and and how is that a challenge? Because you know, journal, journalist alone is a, is a pretty big job. Sorry, finding out the truth. You know, that's that's one of the challenges in Mount Vernon. You know, for me, you know, you get so many conflicting stories. Sometimes you have to go through at least five to ten different people to get the truth, and that's one of the challenges covering stories in Mount Vernon. Um, one of the other issues is getting information from city government. Um, they don't answer adequately, and um, they don't answer efficiently um, the uh, FOIL request. Mm-hmm. Um, I have submitted, I think, two. This is my second one I submitted, and both of them have been just, you know, you have to go to the state, you have to go to the state. So um, now, are they getting... are they telling you to go to the state because they want you to get lost, or are they telling you to go to the state because you're requesting information that is archived or authored by a state agency? It's, they, I was I was told by the state the city should have it. Right. So I was told to do my full request there. Got it. And I did, and then they sent me back to the state. Right. So. Well, here's you another know, thing. I, but here's another thing, Atif. You grew up in Mount Vernon, and you live in Mount Vernon. Do you ever do you ever run into an uncomfortable moment where you're digging for information? You know the person that you're probing a little too well. Can that be a problem? It can, because it can be, it can become divisive. It can it, it could cause um, divisiveness. Right. It could you know cause you know, a riff, and um, I think one of the things is is that one of the challenges with that is that Mount Vernon is very small. Sure. 
sort of connected. Everyone knows everyone. So, you know, what I, what I say and do online or on print affects a lot of people and they're thinking of me and what I'm doing. So, yeah, it, it, it is a challenge digging for information um, for people you know because, you know, it could cause a breakup in friendship. It could cause a breakup in any relationship, sure. you know, because, um, you know, my intention is just to report the facts. I want the people to know the truth about what their government and what their mayor is up to. That's my only goal, you know, um, and it's hard in a way for me because I personally know the guy, you know, I used to support him. He was, you know, I looked up to the guy. I thought he was really going to be our saving grace. I really did. So I'm disappointed in Mayor Thomas, personally. But then I have to put my journalist hat on and cover a story and try to remain biased and non-objective. Yep. You know, which is, that's a challenge, too. Yep. Being, a, being non-objective, you know, just reporting the facts and not giving my opinion. But, um, you know, it's, it's tough. This has been rough. This is one of the biggest uh, challenges on a journalism level. I've ever experienced. So, you know, because of the magnitude of stories and the type of stories, you know, that's what's really interesting. So, uh, you know, everything, every time I think I, I, I've heard it all, there's that next story. And last week, um, just to put a little, a bit of a frame around it, I'll, I'll present the basic facts here in, uh, in, in Mount Vernon, New York, which is a small city just north of New York City. Um, the mayor, um, basically uh, assigned the title of mayor for the day to a, <laughs> a, a comedian by the name of uh, Fatboy ESS. Do I have that right? I think it's Fatboy SSE, I Th think. Thank you. Fat, Fatboy yeah. SSE. I, I've read the Lowhood right. articles. I've read your article. Uh, I've looked right. at the various YouTube videos. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to try, try to piece together who, what, where, when, and then let you take it from there because it's just so bizarre and in the course of being mayor for the day uh this individual young entertainer i guess he's a comedian slash rapper um becomes mayor for the day uh there's an economic development uh conference where they talk about a potential new hospitality project on the south side of mount vernon um i guess there were other activities planned for the day and the mayor ended up bringing fat boy to mount vernon high school fairly large high school grades 9 through 12 it is 9 through 12 right atif yes okay grades 9 through 12 and they go to the high school the mayor uh fat boy sse and the, my understanding is they attempted to get the attention of the principal waited for some period of time and then entered the body of the building Anyway, so I've been to Mount Vernon High School. So I'll kind of explain what little I know of it. Um, the basic structure of the building is four long hallways organized in a square configuration, and the classrooms are off of those four long hallways. And then at one corner, right? And then at one corner of the building, there's a fairly large cafeteria, and then a smaller cafeteria that's interconnected to the larger cafeteria. You can't really see one from the other. 
it's a crowded place. There's a couple thousand kids. I may I might be off slightly, but it's not. I'm not off by much. It's it's a it's a large high school. It's a big crowd at all times, and and it's a it's a people management challenge. All the time, and I, for the sake of background, I was on the board of education, so I had some familiarity with Mount Vernon High School. So they show up at the high school, and essentially they're unattended. They walk into the cafeteria. The this fat boy throws money up into the air. I guess there's a name for that called making it rain, and a melee takes place and and it gets out of control there's a there's, it's a crowd control nightmare apparently a window was broken a teeth fill in the cracks and explain the complete bizarre set of circumstances that took place before and after take it away well from, well, from what i've gotten from what i've gotten over the past couple of days since friday um was just a litany of issues it was like a wave of chaos and i believe it started at Remington avenue um, where uh, the mayor had taken, taken um, Fat Boy out to um, to lunch at one of the local restaurants in Fleetwood. And then the mayor uh, was down on Gramington Avenue, which is where they kept, caused a scene. Um, cars were uh, forced uh, to stop in the middle of the road uh, uh, because uh, police were sent rushing up Gramington Avenue to um, uh, uh, control the scene caused by the mayor's presence along with Fat Boy. Um, then they moved to the high school, and that's where things got really uh, serious. And I, I just really want to stress the fact that this was an unimproved, unplanned event and visit. And this is where things get, um, you know, um, it, 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 this is where it caused an issue. Right. You know, this is where the, the issue with the mayor's, you know, comes into play because had he had this planned, had he had approval, had proper security measures were in place, um, all of this would have been, um, uh, it would have never happened, alleviated, and it would have never happened, and we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in now. Okay. And so, we wouldn't be discussing it. All so, right. So, time so, out. No, no, no. Put a pin in that comment for one second because. Yeah. You know, I, I've never been a school principal, but there is a school principal, uh, Mr. Gonzalez, and, right. and you know, I don't know him from a hole in the wall, but I'm pretty sure that had he known that this visit was taking place, he would have made some sort of an accommodation. He either would have, he would have set up a time or he would have right. assigned a group of students to escort this individual through the building, something could have been done, but it looks like none of that was done, right? It looks like none of that was done, and I think, and I think that's what people need to understand. I sure, I'm, I'm, I'm positive the mayor had good intentions. That's one thing. Great intentions is one thing, but it's the action. That's the major thing, and the actions of the mayor that day, that afternoon, on Gramerton Avenue and at that high school was very poor, and it was not calculated correctly. And I think if he would have, you know, uh, rethink uh, certain things and kind of waited. Now, he said he waited for the principal. The point of him waiting was to get permission. That was the point of him waiting for the principal. So why didn't he wait? And if he didn't, and if he got tired of waiting, he sort of left. 
you right. know, but he went in anyway. Right. So you here's, know? okay. So, that, so that, that also causes a concern. But I just want to clarify a couple of things. You did say that he did uh, claim that Bill Clinton, that he made it rain in the cafeteria by throwing a large amount of cash in the air. Um, that has yet to be confirmed. However, in one of the videos that I've publicized, um, um, it, that boy was seen in the, showing a large amount of cash holding it up in his hand. And the video was then uh, turned away, so I couldn't see the rest of that. Right. But as he was seen coming out of the car, getting into and it's unconfirmed if they arrived in a Bentley. There were reports that they arrived in a Bentley. But when they did arrive at the California location campus, um, kids were seen jumping out of county buses. Um, police officers were trying to prevent them from jumping out of the windows. There was a huge police presence up and down Sheridan and California roads. Right. Um, uh, it was. Uh, it's been also confirmed that uh, 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 parents were calling uh, Central Location Board of Education, complaining, venting their uh, frustration out of this event because they couldn't get into the school. Things were on lockdown. I mean, it was a chaotic scene. Tensions were high. Um, security was definitely not prepared, and it, sadly, it was all illustrated by the mayor. Um, okay, so and, here, so and, here, and here, also a couple. I just want to point out, Charles, and I'll let you take over. I just want to point out a couple other things too. That this was also um, the day of midterms. Midterms were in progress. You know, yep. so this may not even have ever happened. You know, the principal and the, and the superintendent may have said, "You know what? This is not a good day. We're in the middle of midterms. Maybe another day." You know, so, you know, we don't know. And some were actually had to be rescheduled. They had to be rescheduled. So this this one small misjudge, miscalculated judgment has now rippled and is causing dozens of issues and that is affecting not only the mayor, but the city as a whole. So the Journal News is reporting that there are lingering issues. At least five suspensions have been issued to students since Monday. Parents have come in to file complaints, and videos of fights from this week are being passed around on social media, all at a direct correlation to one or more incidents from Friday. Uh, and that quote is from Mr. Gonzalez, the principal of the high school. So it, it, it's, it's, it becomes a little serious when you're dealing with suspensions that stemmed from something that maybe didn't have to happen in the first place. And what? so... This is a, an example where, again, to kind of tie it back to what we talked about in the first place, Lohud can kind of do a, uh, a, 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 a kind of a, a straightforward coverage of who, what, where, when happened, uh, t tracing a, a, a bunch of timed events. A citizen journalist can really look at the deeper social implications of a pattern of behavior on the part of the government, a, a pattern of response on the part of the school district. You know, there there's a lot more that you can drill down into uh, as a citizen journalist, I think, um, you know, than, than, the, uh, than the mainstream newspaper or Fios can possibly do. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, I think the reach is also important, too, you know, breaking news alerts, the, 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 the blogging on Facebook, um, you know, because that's where everyone is digital, you know.
everyone's looking down at their phones. Well, I have to you say, Atif, this is a key point because I found out about this from you. Um, right. But listen, keep up the citizen journalism. It's so important because it's a big part of how people get local news these days. My channel is Red Blue Talk. I talk about how politics and government impact people's lives. You're writing and a major contributor for Black Westchester and, uh, and WBAI, and uh, and you're getting your stories out there. So listen, keep keep doing it. Thanks for being my guest today. And uh, RedBlueTalk.com at RedBlueTalk. Uh, if you want to send me some feedback on today's podcast. I would love to hear from you and uh, youtube.com slash redbluetalk. And uh, thanks for being my guest, Tief Khalil. Thank you for having me.